Blog Talk Radio. Thank you all, Ohana Tillin. What a joy. We from the Sea Islands and all around the world. This year, the Hunter Gal, this year, the Queen Quit. Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad he hunted to tune in one more again. The Gullah Geechee Riddle Radio Station, where we the key upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. We're so glad that we did you one more again with this year's show sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, where Hunter can find we at Gullah Geechee.net. Gullah Geechee. Dot net. We're so glad that Hunter the day of this evening, so we can crack we teeth about human rights and Gullah Geechee heritage and we cultural legacy. We're so glad that Hunter the day of one more again. And this year evening, because of this year title of this year show, we going to dedicate this year program to the late, powerful Dr. Yusuf N. Clyde. Let we take a moment of silence. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So glad that all hundred children are tuning in one more again this evening. We want to heal up the family with Dede and TT and Trinidad, Tobago, and things like that. And we had a little stall with the International uh, Healed Rights Symposium, so we will be going down there later time in the air and things like that. But the thing been going on all through the weekend, so we glad that hundred children been coming out, Jonah, to them place for yet about what's going on with the Healed Rights and things like that. 
plenty of time when people are studying about where all these places we the guy and thing. Then I know say these places and thing tie together with we gonna get to diaspora. Then I know say American and thing what they down there, the Gulagichi from up here. They understand why some of we've been acquiring Canada and things like that. But all this are tied together. But when the British and things been a fight against these, your colonists will make up what you now call the United States of America and things like that. And say so every time one of the Yeti, all these different type of terms and things where you crack your teeth out, all of these and the Seminole and all of them, still look going to get your people. And people now understand. But I have to take your time for trace through the story. For understand the living legacy was still the part of who we be, Panya is Galagiti. Now, plenty of people are no say, Pan, this your time of year, I mean, usually they reflect, because this your time of year for the Tunis Campbell celebration, and rather was the anniversary when the first time we go on to the United Nations. So, for make sure, Hunter Chillon, all stand. Every time I crack my teeth out and things like that, I gotta switch them to the other rest of the week. Because I really want to make sure that all my global listeners really under and overstand the work that has been done, that has been a consistent part of our journey and our story in terms of the living legacy of Gullah Geechee people. And we have continued to walk in the steps of our ancestors that fought for our rights. Those rights weren't necessarily categorized in the way that they are now as human rights, land rights, civil rights. Now, I leave the last one for last because more often than not, in the United States especially, black folks tend to focus on the civil rights movement, because that's the thing that is closest to memory. That's the thing that was left horribly incomplete as many people died in the bloodletting that took place murdering, martyring numerous people who were leaders. So more often than not, you hear Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s name, God bless the dead. You may hear the name Malcolm X, or Hajj Malik Shabazz's name, as a juxtaposition to Martin Luther King. However, they were not juxtaposed. There are many things that show a lot of the similarities that they had. Now, they had some issues that they handled in different ways. Their methodologies were different. And now as people go back and study a lot of what they call the civil rights movement, they also want to make a subcategory or juxtaposition time frame of the black power movement. So then you'll see them also pitting people like Stokely Carmichael, as Kwame Torre was his name upon his passing, God bless the dead. They'll pit them against Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the SCLC, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, they'll pit against SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, when in actuality here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, all of these individuals used to meet, and in particular on my home island, St. Helena Island, South Carolina, that more often than not you don't read about and you don't see mentioned in documentaries even about the civil rights movement. And if we were to deal with the latter parts of the aspects of that movement and what took place 
in the Gullah Geechee Nation in particular, on St. Helena Island specifically. We need to deal with the Poor People's Campaign, wherein Dr. Martin Luther King announced it here on St. Helena Island. I've written about this. You can go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, and then type in the search Martin Luther King Jr., and you will find the articles where I've written about that and how that movement was now moving from civil rights, which means domestic laws, into human rights. And so here it is, human rights put you on an international platform. This is an international platform that El Haj Malik Shabazz attempted to go on to did the United Nations, and they actually wouldn't let his plane land so that he could go and attend the United Nations meeting. Interestingly enough, that was brought to my attention after I went to the United Nations in 1999 and spoke there on April the 1st and made history as the first Gullah Geechee to ever speak on behalf of the human rights violations against our people there in that arena amongst the human rights commissioners from around the world and the human rights defenders and advocates that were in that place and in that space. And so here it is that when I returned back to South Carolina, a brother named Floyd, who then was founding the Black Chamber of Commerce, and we went to, this was the inaugural meeting, to gather people together to support such an entity. He announced to everyone there how happy he was that I attended the meeting because there was less than a dozen of us there. And he wanted people to be very clear on the fact that I had just come back from completing a mission that Malcolm X had attempted that he wasn't allowed to complete. And I'd never paralleled the moment in that manner until he said it. And I don't often think of it and often reflect on it, but right now is a critical time to do so because it's been 19 years since that historic night sitting down in the United Nations in a massive arena. This is no small room. This is a massive audience with people who speak various languages of the world, tuned in literally, where it's a room filled normally with a lot of chatter, a lot of motion, a lot of noise. And when I've been throwing down like this, I think like that at all, I could have yet and somebody finally said, shh, and the whole room got quiet. Now, it was interesting because everything was still for me. I was fine until that whole room got quiet because I'd been in there for a whole week almost. It was several days, and the room had never been quiet. But God had it, that everyone quieted down because now the interpreters couldn't interpret. The dials that we turned to listen into weren't turning to anything other than my voice. I had been told, oh, don't speak Gullah there. But had I not spoken Gullah there, the world wouldn't have remembered Everything I said would have blended in with the chatter in that same room. No one would have taken the time to write about it or reflect on it because it would have just been another person talking, another speech made, another perfunctory exercise completed, and we check off that we met again this year. And there's still issues of human rights being violated. But that would have been it. We would have been a footnote in the stenographer's notes or whatever, but that would have been the size of it. So it's interesting to have people say to you the things that are necessary for you to recognize 
as Dr. King would have put it, the urgency of the moment, as well as the magnitude of a moment. So I appreciate that Brother Floyd said that that night. I appreciated it when he did it, but I appreciate it all the more all these years later, almost two decades later, when I sit back and I think about that journey and how did I get to that arena? How did I get to that country? Well, I got there because there was another Gullah Geechee person who I did not know but who had started to observe my actions on the Internet. He was observing that there was this person that was out here promoting Gullah Geechee culture that was talking about the disturbances to the existence of that culture, the things that were displacing the people from the land, the things that were causing people to it's a lot of assimilationist tactics happening that were evolving into genocidal attacks. I didn't have those words yet to use. But here it is. I get an email that a Dr. Y.N. Cly would like to talk with me. I provide a phone number and I get a phone call from a very intellectual gentleman who starts to discuss with me the United Nations and the work that I've been doing on behalf of the Gullah Geechee people and wanting to know if the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, if we wanted to take what we were doing online to this larger forum and express it before the world. And here was this opportunity where I'm thinking, well, I'm talking to him from my African Cultural Arts Network, African with the K Culture with the K Akan office in New York. He means get on a train, go to Manhattan and go in that arena and speak, not knowing now that UN activities happen around the world and the biggest arena for them where the real business takes place, as they tell me, is in Switzerland. So here it is. I, of course, say yes, why not? This is exactly a great opportunity for us to garner the support we need before they totally annihilate all the communities from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, on the Sea Islands. Wasn't yet even talking about the rest of what we call the low tree, the Carolina, Georgia, low country, the coastal empire, northeastern Florida. Wasn't even talking yet about the 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. John's River, as much as the focal point being the island sitting in the Atlantic Ocean that had now been the target of those who'd read books like The Water is Wide and started to make the water a little less wide by putting bridges across and getting yachts and major vessels that could transport them back and forth into these island paradises that they'd read about where these Negroes were there that spoke this funny way that was different than the other ones. Are they real or not? Is it legend or not? This area became a place of folklore and magic and ghost stories, and that shielded the reality of there being a living legacy, a cultural heritage that was real, that was fighting to survive. Because the tourists were coming for the show. The tourists were coming for the recreation, not the continuation of the culture. So now we needed a louder bullhorn. We needed a higher platform. 
to make it clear that as pretty as the advertisements for the area look, all these tourists coming and all these people starting to retire here is the problem because that now means the destruction of the environment and that means the displacement of the people. So we started seeing an influx of things that we'd never seen before, higher crime rates in different areas and drug use in different areas and things that were not on the islands. And many of us were seeing these things because we were pushed off the island and now we were in cities in the mainland seeing it firsthand. But then many that went there, went in the U.S. military, came back home and brought it with them, brought it back across those bridges that might not have been there when they left home. So here this onslaught came where people were disenfranchised because people were murdered for their land. There were there were ways that there were laws that would cause an eminent domain to take other parts of it. The environment was still yet eroding on the coastline and then there were these folks who were losing their land to taxes because the older people were dying out but hadn't taught the children how to hold up on the land. They ain't know nothing about paying no taxes. And instead of seeing land as an asset, thought that the tax burden of land ownership was just that, a burden and a liability to get rid of it. So I don't have to pay this one bill once a year. Not realizing you just gave away an appreciating asset for not even a song. And then here were all these people just coming here to hear songs, just coming here for singing and little ditties and this this paradigm of the constructs of the plantation where there's a heavy singing darky in the cotton field or the rice field with the blue indigo dyed hands. And there were those who now entered that tourism market as storytellers and singing groups that many of which were not even native to the Sea Islands or the ones who were, were the town people, the folks who grew up in town who used to harass and harangue the Gullah Geechis who were from the Sea Islands that have been holding them down like a dish and thing like that. They ain't been scared for cracking teeth all the whole thing. Act like we even a cracker. We even a cracker one. We know who we do. But here it is that they could get paid to entertain and to avoid. Avoid this topic of land loss. Avoid this topic of anyone getting threatened or pushed off their land. Avoid anything that's not palatable to those moving in. And we'll pay you. But here it is. What is the cost of your soul? Might I preach for a moment? What does it profit a man or woman that he or she gain the whole world but lose their soul in the process? What is the benefit of selling out your whole cultural heritage, your entire family legacy? That's even worse than losing the land at a tax auction. You just auctioned all of us back off. You just re-enslaved us. You just put us back into bondage. Psychic ancestors like Tunis Campbell's voice ringing out and Denmark Vesey's voice ringing out and Gullah Jack's voice ringing out saying they got to be a stop to this. Is this what we suffered and died for? We were there to get you free. And now how the children free tell you fool. So here it is at this time of year, and I'd only reflect on 
that fateful day that Dr. Yusuf Klai, who is the founder of the International Human Rights Association for American Minorities, God bless the dead, ERA, that fateful day that we had our first conversation and all the numerous emails and conversations and conferences thereafter and the few times we got to meet in person and to sit and to dialogue were powerful and historic. He opened my eyes to this new arena, not just a building in which they call the United Nations because he wasn't there that night when I spoke, but the entire process of international human rights law, realizing that it would take the will of the people to fully have those laws enacted in such a way and held up in such a way that it protected us and who we be down here, Panisha Island and things like that. He helped guide our process by advising who is now at the Kali Town, our Minister of Information for the Gullah Geechee Nation, who had the Gullah Geechee People Foundation on the proper international mechanisms that had to be utilized if there was going to be a vote amongst the Gullah Geechee people so that they could establish their own leadership. Because just because people are elected in the United States Congress or in towns or counties, that don't make them leaders of Gullah Geechee, that make them leaders of those arenas that they're elected in and for those governments that they elected for. And they operate within those parameters. Those are, again, domestic those have nothing to do with protecting your human rights. Human rights is another leg up. It's another step higher. It's that step that took us to that international platform that led to us establishing ourselves as a nation. Almost, well, not almost, a year and three months later, after that April 1st, 1999 speech, the Gullah Geechee Nation came forth after a year-long election to present and confirm the election before an international group of observers that were there at Sullivan's Island, South Carolina, on July 2nd, 2000. So from that day to this, every day I focused on learning that much more about human rights, that much more about self-determination, and all the going forward only took me backwards. If Hunter didn't know where Hunter did from, Hunter can't know where Hunter did So in my speech that night on April 1st, 1999, the speech was entitled, Yeti We Hear Us. Now here it is that what I had to hear in every arena and every document and everything that I read and every conversation I had with Dr. Klein and then the other human rights law professionals and the U.S. constitutional law professionals that I started to encounter due to my work with Iram, first as someone who was more or less an apprentice of Dr. Klein and then later becoming a directorate member of Iram and associating with people who have a passion to fight for human rights around the world in Canada, in in Geneva, Switzerland, that are fighting for the rights of the Dalits, having to fight for the rights of the indigenous peoples in Canada and the United States, having to fight for black folks, to teach them as well that there's more to your rights than, than, than civil rights. There's human rights. There's more to it than land rights. There's human rights. And a human has a right to move about freely on land. And crack your teeth anyway, what I'm doing, and things like that. Why do the more wrong, I think, for sure. 
So even while you make those movements, you have a right to speak in your native tongue as well. You have the right to educate in your native tongue and to be educated in your native tongue. If you pay taxes to your domestic governments, they have a responsibility to ensure that some of those tax money gets reinvested and keeping your cultural communities alive. And in the case of Gullah Geechee's, our ancestors already paid heavily for all the land, Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, in which their blood was spilled, their bodies lie, their bones are there, the placenta is there. Their pulse comes up out of that soil, gives the energy for there to be the voice to be spoken for people to hear, to hear what we are speaking about in the human rights arena. Even when we speak of human rights domestically, it is to open our people's eyes to the fact that you have always been globally connected. The transatlantic slave trade was a global economic operation with political ramifications that we are still dealing with unto this moment. The opening up of this coastline and keeping it open, that is the Gullah Geechee Nation's coast, is for economic advancement, but more often not by others, for others, with the exclusion of those of African descent from being any part of the major economic systems that go on here. So we continue to fight. We fight against oil drills coming here now. We fight against seismic gun use happening in our waterways to destroy our fisheries and then potentially open us up to further environmental harms beyond the Superfund sites that have already happened in many of our communities like Nevada, North Carolina, and Jacksonville, Florida, Brunswick, Georgia, and Savannah, Georgia, where people have been poisoned because of the factories that were there to exploit not just the people, not just the communities, but the resources that were therein. Because these things, once you get them out the ground or you create them in these buildings, where can we, what can we do with them? We can ship them right on out of here on the water because we're right on the coast. Same coast that our ancestors were brought to after being kidnapped and placed at that same place where we gathered July 2nd, 2000, Sullivan's Island. The same place where now we could come there freely, this time self-determined not somebody else's determination or who we beat on you. So I was elected. Said, who speak for we? That was the title of the ballot. Head funded body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Spokesperson for Gullah Geechee's. Guided through this process, still yet guided by God for my ancestors. And through the knowledge, the wisdom, and understanding of individuals that think it not robbery to teach the next generation so that when they are no longer in this realm to speak, we can still speak of them, speak for them, and speak for the people. So I would have loved, and maybe one day it will happen in the future, to sit somewhere and hear a conversation between a Dr. Yusuf N. Cly and a Tunis Campbell, Tunis Campbell not being born in Carolina soil like Yusuf Cly, but Tunis Campbell 
being a northerner that came south that then fought for us during the Civil War. It was part of the Reconstruction era, looking forward in time, being forward-thinking, showing our people how we must need have land. We must need have order and decency and organization that we need to educate our people and we need to protect our people. So he had a standing army, a militia, to protect the land in coastal Georgia where they were to establish townships of St. Catherine. This is an opportunity we have to celebrate him on April 1st of every year because that is Tunis Campbell's Earth Day or birthday. So we celebrate his legacy here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We usually have an annual Tunis Campbell Day celebration in Brunswick. But every year, we think it not robbery to make mention of him and speak of him and speak his name in some way here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and especially over Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, because I am sure it is by no accident that July 2nd, was the day of Denmark feces hanging and the day of my the date of my installment. April first is Tunis Campbell's birthday and April first is the day that I first go to the United Nations to continue the journey that Denmark Vesey and Tunis Campbell and these men and Doctor Yusuf and Cly had blazed the trail to open the doors to create the opportunity for me to sit down at a microphone and speak to the world. Like Nas said, all I need is one mic. Spread my voice to the whole world. And as the world listens now and the world watches now, many have come to join the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition in our continued efforts to fight for the human rights, land rights, the dignity, and the continuing of our cultural heritage for Gullah Geechee's from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, but also throughout the Gullah Geechee diaspora, whether that be in Tejas, whether that be in Mexico, whether that be in Oklahoma, whether that be in Trinidad and Tobago, whether that be in the Bahamas, wherever our people are, whether that be Cuba, wherever our people are, whether that be Nova Scotia, wherever our people are, whether that be Bermuda, Wherever our people are, we continue to seek freedom. Human rights are everybody's rights. They are global. They are not domestic law. We have the right to freedom of movement. We have the right to express ourselves. We have a right to self-determination. And I'm very proud that the Gullah Geechee Nation is a leading force amongst black folks of the world in regard to being part of an African diaspora and then leading and still making sure we maintain our culture and our cultural heritage and cultural integrity. I'm very proud of knowing the men that I've had an opportunity to know in this realm and through their work that lives on from the ancestral realm as well the power that there is in recognizing your rights as Miss McQueenie, God bless the dead, one of our people that was there in Andros Bahamas said, 
Well, you know, know your rights and things like that. People can walk on them, and you wouldn't know you're walking on them. And so here it is that in this international decade of people of African descent, we continue to forge on in our work for human rights. We have joined the other nations of the world who are focused on sustainable development goals. This terminology is a perfect fit for who we be down here on the sea islands, that we are trying to sustain the types of things that develop in our community, around our community, and with our culture within it. To sustain it is to keep it alive, to keep it going, and to develop it is to enhance it, not to come in, bulldoze something else down, and then build something in its place. That's often how that terminology is used in the Gullah Geechee Nation by outside people, by Anglo people, who I call destruction heirs. We seek not any further destruction coming in. We seek to have our community flourish and be developed in such a way that we have the blessings of our ancestors in it and that we never forget them and all that they've done. And so for many people in the midst of the climate change things that are happening in the midst of the brutality happening around the world, these constant killings that are happening at the hands of people who are so called to serve and protect is their motto. These things have a lot of people off put at the moment. So they cannot even think clearly enough to get to the point of talking about having their rights on an international platform when they're missing out on rights in the domestic arena. And as they one might say, I get it. I get it. I truly under and overstand. And so here it is that in the midst of all of that, we yet hold our heads high. We yet stand with our other human rights defenders and advocates around the world. And as long as we continue to stand up for the environment, for our people, against racial profiling, against xenophobia, we will continue to be victorious. We will. It is those that are the few who run the propaganda machines that have people programmed to believe in that there's even more violence in the world than there really is. Now, be be not dismayed. I mean, do not be under any illusion. There is violence in the world. There has always been violence in the world, and likely there always will be violence in the world. But can we minimize it? Yes, we can. It's a matter of will, as Dr. Clyde would say. It's a matter of choice. And I feel that the more positive energy that we put out here in the world, we can counterattack that. But we also must not just sit back, meditate, and pray. As as the late, great Philip Simmons said, one of our Gullah Geechee ancestors, praying is all right, but you got to get up from your knees and then go do something. And so we march on and we march out to continue to do the things that will allow our people to remember who they are, to continue their culture, to be able to help the children who were unfortunate 
because their parents were ashamed of who they were, and so they didn't teach their children anything. So they now want to learn most times as adults what their culture really is, how for crack it eat like this and thing like that, and what for now fun, what for use for healing and thing like that. It won't lily till and for come back home and think for yet about this your line and yet about your own people and all that kind of thing like that. And so it's never too late to go back to old landmark, go back and fetch it. Sankofa. This is that moment. This is that time frame. This is that time shift for us to go back and be able to obtain, retain that which we need to sustain who we are. That's what's developing here. That is our goal. International Decade of People of African Descent, we have already hosted a number of different activities. Of course, last year we had Gullah Geechee 2020, which celebrated the 20th anniversary of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which sponsors this broadcast. And we're very proud that we've had so many new members coming into the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition between the time of December 21st, our anniversary, and now every week we've gotten more and more members. And you can become a member as well by going to gullahgeechee.net. You can pay for membership also at gullahgeechee.biz, gullahgeechee.biz. And Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H, Geechee is G-E-E-C-H-E-E. So gullahgeechee.net and gullahgeechee.biz will connect you with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. We are the premier organization for the advocacy of the rights of Gullah Geechee people. We were the first organization to ever exist in the world of any kind with Gullah Geechee in the name, the first to launch a website on the Internet, which was then called the World Wide Web with Gullah Geechee together in the name, the first to teach an online class about Gullah Geechee culture on Net Noir on AOL. That's why when you email us, you still find us retro because we have an AOL address, not a Gmail address. And you can still email us to that same email address. As long as AOL exists, we are keeping it. It is G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and you can email us at any time to find out more about the human rights situation, but you can also go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, and you can click on the link at the top of the page for human rights, and you can find not only previous broadcasts here, but some of our television broadcasts on Gullah Geechee TV, Gullah Geechee.tv, Gullah Geechee TV you can subscribe to as well as Gullah Geechee Nation.com for free. You can begin to follow Gullah Geechee Nation.com. Just go to that page. You'll see the follow on the right-hand side. Click it. That will allow you to enter your email address, and you get blogs on a regular basis. And if you go to YouTube, you can also put in Gullah Geechee TV or just go to Gullah TV and it will send you to our site, and you can subscribe for free. And so we are in the process of upgrading all of our equipment because the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has archived all of these different things, all of these different human rights movements, activities we've been in through photographs, through videotape, audio tape, literature, we have documented so many things over the years that we have to digitize these things because one of the biggest issues of being literally in the Atlantic Ocean now 
is climate change and sea level rise is a resulting factor of this, that now we have to contend with more intense hurricanes, but on a regular day we have higher tides, and when there's a king tide or there's a rainstorm in the midst of a king tide with a full moon, we have flooding in different areas, and so we already had to deal with maintaining and and things that were printed over the years just because we're in an environment where there's a lot of salt in the air, there's a lot of moisture. Well, now, thanks a lot, we have even the ocean and the rivers, the creeks, the estuaries that get full up and can flood at times, and God forbid we have hurricanes, and these hurricanes have been getting more and more intense over the last couple of years, and we're praying now that that is it for a long time, that we've seen the worst for a long time, but we can only turn the tide in regard to that if people would start changing their behavior on land and recognizing a lot of the things that we are fighting for when we have gatherings such as World Water Day that just passed and we have World Oceans Day coming up and we participate in the Oceans Conference and you see us going to participate in COP22 and these types of things where people are showing ways to retrofit our behavior so that we can be less wasteful and so that this way we can balance out our behavior on land so that it can stop causing and revert, mitigate at least the damage we're doing on Mother Earth and so that God willing, these, the, the flow will go back down, the waters will recede, that there can be healthy, healing, regrowth on many of the islands that got so horrifically damaged during the last hurricane season that were barely recovering from the tropical storms from the year before and the hurricanes the year before. And so we are yet praying for our people of all the islands of the world dealing with all of these things things because in the midst of all of that if you don't have the actual island you live on what cultural heritage can you have and so our gully gets you sea island coalition members all that you give to us goes into this work all the support that is given for the books and the cds and the dvds and everything goes into this work and we thank everyone who continues to donate to our Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund on GoFundMe, and I'm on the Gullah Geechee World Tour, the Gullah Geechee Save the Sea Islands World Tour, to continue to raise awareness of not only the international decade of people of African descent and also the Sustainable Development Goals, but human rights of Gullah Geechees in general and the work that we're doing to work on these issues, whether it's within the environmental talks that we're having and partnerships and collaborations or the consistent ones with the human rights commissions and the minority forums and the indigenous people's forums. And so we have much work to do, but the work is easier to be done when there's groups of people who have passion and commitment and dedication to it. And we would be remiss if we did not continue this work when we have people like Dr. Yusuf N. Cly who actually gave his entire life for this work and to this work, and people like Tunis Campbell, who literally laid out a blueprint that we could follow for us to have successful communities where we could sustain ourselves and teach our children how to do the same and know that they are the asset and that they are truly the richness, the black gold, that can build on this other asset called land and continue a cultural legacy. 
you have a human right to do so. It's not just the United States that has a right to the pursuit of happiness. Every person has that right to the pursuit of happiness. But how happy are you? Are you just pursuing it? At what point do you obtain it? I pray that it's not in a great by and by like so many of our spirituals try to pronounce. But that is also right here, right now. You can have heaven or hell wherever you are. It's a matter of choice. Place before you life and death, open book test. Choose life. Have life and have it more abundantly. That gets a little taxing when you have to fight to have the abundance while other people come in to take the abundance from you, to disenfranchise you. But if you are strong and of clear mind, you see them coming before they get there. You can pull up the bridge if you need to. So here it is that we are on this continued journey for cultural heritage and legacy and protected by our human rights, standing on our right to self-determination. And we've determined that one of the critical things over the years that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has been in operations that we need to do is always gather the people together because not everybody's going to come to a political meeting. Not everybody's going to come to hear what's going on, whether it's in the county government, the state government, the town government, um, the city government, the the county council meeting, the federal government. They're not coming. But when you have celebratory things, they'll come out, and that may give you an opportunity to engage some of their minds and where they're more receptive because people are relaxed. They're not coming trying to figure out, well, what you want now. But they're coming to just be with their people. So one of these opportunities that we have and that we support has started three years ago. This is going into the third year of it, the St. Helena Island Community Market. And we are supporting the first Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Festival happening at that market this coming Saturday, April the 7th, 2018, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on historic St. Helena Island, South Carolina, in the Gullah Geechee Nation at the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park. It is at the intersection of Highway 21 of Sea Island Parkway that brings you onto the island and at Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. So it's the second traffic light on St. Helena Island. The park is right there on your right-hand side if you're coming onto the island. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Those hours are fixed. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. this coming Saturday, April the 7th. You can download passes for free at Eventbrite. Bring cash, not credit cards and debit cards. Bring cash onto the island because many of the people, especially with the rice dishes, it's going to be cash and carry. No one's going to be taking swiping cards. There ain't going to be no cash registers set up out there to do that. So bring cash with you to come out and support and learn about the historic legacy of rice growing and how that was a process of exploitation of our people, but it also has been a process of cultural continuation because we have had the opportunity to link with others that are in other parts of the world, as I've mentioned in this Gullah Geechee diaspora, to learn of this journey of where the rice has gone. But what also happened in our communities when it was no longer the Carolina gold that was queen. 
So now here it is that we're taking a journey that's reconnecting people because there's this back-to-the-land movement where we're in the stay-on-the-land movement. A truly free people can feed themselves. So here it is that it is important that we come out and celebrate the historical legacy of Carolina gold rice with the Gullah Geechee black gold people. And so you have an opportunity to economically empower the community by supporting the various vendors and merchants that will be out there. There will be a number of different craft artists. There will be folks with like Naturally Geechee that has naturally made products right here from the Gullah Geechee Nation for skin care and your hair care and all of that. There will be books, CDs, DVDs, T-shirts, quilts, food, good music because there's going to be DJ Kwame Shaw of All Mobile Productions will be in the house, as one might say, but on fun degree and is the truth, all right, mixing for us for this Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Festival coming up. And why am I emphasizing so heavily the economic aspects? Because you do not maintain land ownership without money, even if it's just enough money to pay those land taxes a year. But you do not have a fight for freedom that doesn't need financing. Freedom ain't free. There's no fight for freedom that doesn't need financing. So we appreciate all of you who say, well, I don't do the Internet thing. I don't I don't go online. I don't put my credit card online. Oh, we get it. I'm a computer scientist. Totally, I get it. But this world that we live in, that's just part of the dynamic that's there. So now this gives you an opportunity to come and to share. Come join us face-to-face Saturday. Bring the shiny thing and thing like that in and be able to share with the people. This is also Financial Literacy Month, and so we'll be covering an episode about that in some latter days this month as well. But we have this coming Saturday, the Gullah Geechee Gold Rice Festival. The following Saturday, April the 14th, We will be back at Hunting Island for the Coastal Cultures Conference. It is not sold out. You can still register for the Coastal Cultures Conference if you are interested in learning more about protecting and maintaining cultural heritage continuation, even in the midst of emergency preparedness because of these storms that we are talking about. You have a great opportunity to dialogue with people that are part of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association and to engage with the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank members that always host this event. And so please come on and register for that. You can go to Eventbrite also and register for it. And all of these events are also listed on the Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page. So if you go to Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, you can also see right on the front page of the fan page these different events are listed there. And if you click on the tickets, on those Facebook links, it will take you to Eventbrite, and you can register. If I'm going too fast for you, I'm covering too much, you need to tell me you need to slow down, um, well, you can email me, and we'll send you the links. It's G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And then on the third Saturday of April, as is the case annually, at Geechee Kunda, there will be the gathering. The gathering is going on at Geechee Kunda on the third Saturday of April. The final Saturday of April, we have a Gullah Geechee Health Day celebration on John's Island happening 
All right. So, again, these events are on the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's page on Facebook. We will be posting and reposting at the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. You can also follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and at Gullah Geechee on Instagram. Again, G-U-L-L-A-H. G W E C H W E. No I in Geechee if it a we. There's no I in Geechee if it a we. All right, Gullah Geechee. If you follow us, you'll see all of these different events that have already been posted. We'll be reposting them each week as reminders now that we are in the month of April because we have every weekend sewn up. Every weekend there's an activity. Every weekend and every day there's an opportunity for Hunter Chillin' for Join Week. And it shall stand for who we be, right here upon these islands in the sea. And I gladly for be queen, quite head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And rather was gladly for had this year Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. And so, so happy that all of you continue to tune in, you continue to share, you continue to comment. I appreciate all of you sending me emails and Facebook messages or Facebook commentary after the shows go off the air to tell me, hey, you hit that one on the head. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. I learned something about this. Or I'm getting that book that you mentioned tonight. Or I'm coming to the event because you reminded me I'm going to come down and bring family and friends. We really appreciate all of you. And we especially appreciate the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition members and supporters because it is because of you that we can continue to have this broadcast as well as Gullah Geechee TV. Now, as I mentioned about human rights, land rights, the continued education about that topic, please also make sure that you proceed with registering now for our Realities of Reconstruction Conference. We have never hosted this conference before. It will be held in Beaufort, South Carolina, Beaufort County, South Carolina, which St. Helena is part of, is now part of a multi-site national monument focused on Reconstruction. And so you'll get an opportunity that weekend, the first weekend of June, to see a number of the sites and to also engage in dialogues about the history and legacy of land ownership here and why that was the crucial element that sent me to the United Nations and why that is still a central element to the work that we're doing in order to keep our cultural legacy alive on this coast from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. And for y'all who say, well, wow, y'all do a lot in South Carolina, I don't hear a lot in North Carolina, let me remind you now, there is going to be a meeting in Navassa, North Carolina, on April the 10th that at the community center. They are trying to, they have now mitigated the damage, they've mediated the ground in Navassa because it was a Superfund site. And now they are asking for community input. This will be the second meeting they've held this year. They've taken what people did at the workshop the last time in February, and they're bringing it back to present this information April the 10th. So if you have not yet seen the posting, please go to our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook page or email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E. C-O at AOL.com, and we will get you the information so you can still provide input if you have a connection to that Navassa area. Somebody else says, well, where is that? That is the town right next to Wilmington, North Carolina. So Navassa is a smaller place, but here it is, Wilmington, North Carolina. So if your people are from that Cape Fear region, you will probably want to, it would behoove you, shall I say, for you to get engaged in this public hearing 
and in this public process for input concerning what should be done in that community now that that land is being restored. How will the future look for that town, for our people there, and what is going to be built in place of what had destroyed many of the families from sickness and illness because of the chemicals that had spilled there. So here it is that it is a critical time that we continue to stand up and be a part of these domestic dialogues but recognize human rights in the midst of it all. And I feel like Dr. Cly and Tunis Campbell would be proud that all these years were not for naught and the journey has not been forgot. So I thank all of you who continue to join we right here for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. We're so glad you're here. Still a tune in to this year. What a we show. This year the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad you're here. Tune in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. I want to see you Saturday upon the green for the Gullah Geechee Go right fast. Peace and be blessed. Thank you. Thank you.